I hope you all had a happy Thanksgiving and a blessed time of celebration on that most Christian of national holidays. I myself spent the Friday after Thanksgiving recovering from a turkey-induced coma and avoiding the shopping centers. Avoiding them, of course, because so many other people were flocking to them. And you know the reason why. It has become customary on the Friday after Thanksgiving, which we have come to know by the commercial name Black Friday, for businesses, companies to offer steep discounts for many of their items and services as a kickoff for the holiday shopping season. And Black Friday is very attractive, I have to admit. You get more for less. Who doesn't like that? Who wouldn't like to have more nice stuff? Who wouldn't like to save money while doing that? I can't imagine anyone who doesn't like a good deal. And before the rise of online commerce, so enamored and desirous we were of these good deals that we would even give a far more precious resource, namely our time, to stand in line for those deals. Such is our attachment to material wealth. And we see in the Gospel reading today Jesus encounter a man who had this same problem. He was attached to material wealth. He was attached to money. When Jesus tells him that the way to have riches in heaven is to sell all that he has and give it to the poor and follow him, he becomes sad. Because, as it says in the text, he became sad for he was very rich. And Jesus comments and says, how hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. How difficult it is. But as the people around him are commenting and saying, this guy keeps all the commandments and you're telling him who has kept all these commandments that he can't enter the kingdom of heaven without giving away all of his money to the poor, who can be saved? If this guy can't be saved, who's keeping all the commandments, who can be saved? And Jesus responds and says, with men, this is impossible. But with God, it is possible. And I wonder if he means that on our own, that we cannot transcend, perhaps, our attachment to material wealth. Perhaps he's saying that on our own we can't transcend our attachment to things of this world, our attachment to money. But with him, it is possible. With him, it is possible because he offers something even better than the things to which we are attached So we're entering into this season of stewardship. We always 
begin talking about stewardship around the day of thanksgiving because it makes so much sense. Because our thankfulness to God is the heart of stewardship. If you have not received it yet, you will soon receive a stewardship card from the church. And this is our opportunity every year to consider what we will offer to God from all that He has given to us. It's an opportunity to open our hands and to lift up God's gifts and offer them to Him. And the Lord knows that not all of us are called to the monastic life. Not all of us are able to sell everything that we have and give it to the poor and follow Him. He understands that. And so He gives us other ways to do that. In Scripture, He established the tithe, the idea of giving 10% of your income as an offering to God. But I know that in this life, some people cannot do that. And so there are different ways for you to strive to be able to do that, even if you don't have enough money to meet all your needs and to offer that 10% to God. So, if you're in one of those situations where you can't do that, I hope that you will share that with me so that I can help you. That I can help you figure out what is right for you. What is right for you given where you are in your faith, given the realities of your family's finances, given all these things. Because God doesn't need our money. God wants our hearts. And that's what stewardship is all about. I can't help but wonder that if the man to whom Jesus was speaking in this passage, if he had really known who he was talking to, if he had really known that the man that he called good teacher really was good because he really was God, I wonder if he would have understood the irony of the situation. That the one who challenged him to sell all he had and give it to the poor and follow him was rich beyond measure. For he was and is the Son of God. And he did give up everything he had in heaven to come and save us. He did give up all of that on the blackest Friday in the history of the universe. He gave it all up to make possible with God what is impossible for us on our own, namely our salvation.